It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. Hello, my name's Dr. Justin Coulson. It's so good of you to be part of the podcast. I'm joined by Luke and Susie, a husband and wife radio duo with three young boys. And can I just say how wonderful it is to be seeing the podcast grow. To you and everybody who you've shared this podcast with, thank you so very much for listening. We're watching our numbers absolutely skyrocket recently, and I'm pretty sure it's because of the wonderful reviews and ratings that you're leaving about the show. Anyway, I'll talk more about that shortly. Also, at the end of this podcast, make sure you stick around for the outtakes because I don't normally leave them in, but this one was enough fun that I think you'll really enjoy it. In this conversation, I talked to Luke and Susie about what to do when our children are lying. Dr. Justin Coulson, always great to catch up with you. Celine has asked a question. She said, how do you deal with lies when you don't know which child is lying? (laughs) Of all the things that they can do, they can be mean to each other, they can backchat me, and while those things are frustrating, I can deal with that, but when they lie, oh my goodness, it's kind of like the ultimate trigger, right? It's just like, whoa, 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 kaboom. Uh, and it's such a challenging thing for us as parents to deal with. The age where children start to really learn to lie and get a little bit tricky with it, somewhere around five or six. Now, kids will lie quite obviously before that. It's very hard for them to be super tricky with lying prior to that. Developmentally, their brain just doesn't quite work. They haven't got that neuro pathway there that allows it to happen. But after about five or six, they develop this capacity to start to tell lies. And somewhere between nine and 12 seems to be the age where they're most likely to be lying. Now, that doesn't mean that teenagers don't lie. Yeah. Because they do. And it doesn't mean that children younger than nine don't lie, because of course they do. But I think the most important thing to consider here is, before we even talk about dealing with the strategy of lying, is what if we could stop lying before it even started? Like, why do your kids lie? Usually to get out of trouble to justify what they've done. Now, I know that this is going to be very provocative. My belief is that the only reason children lie is to not get in trouble. Yeah. So what if we could set things up in our home in such a way that our children actually don't get in trouble? So they don't fear that as that's, a consequence. That sounds weak, Justin. Yeah, that's right. We're going to let our kids just – we might as well raise the white flag and let them do whatever they want, right? Yeah, they'll rule the roost. Spare the right, spoil the child, Justin. I'm just <laughs> going to throw some things that I, that I think you might have heard. What, what happens here is people say, well, hang on, if I don't get my kids in trouble, then I've got no power over them. And yeah. how am I going to make them do what they're supposed to do? Yes, preach it. I think this is a fundamental challenge that we have with parents generally. Now, we'll get to the dishonesty stuff in just a minute, but let's pause for a moment. Does anybody get you in trouble if you don't do the right thing? Me, personally. Luke's just looking at Susie going, oh. oh." (laughs) Susie, who gets you in trouble if you don't do the right thing? Uh, Luke sometimes gets a bit upset at me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but but do you actually get in trouble is what I'm saying. Do I get get grounded or anything? No, of course not. Can you imagine that? I mean, that's what we call domestic abuse, right? Yeah, so yeah. That's family violence or domestic abuse. If a husband was, or, or a wife for that matter, was to say to their partner, their spouse, if you do that again, so help me, you're staying in your room for a month. <laughs> I'm not going to let you out. Uh, you know, yeah. we, we would call the police. We would call that domestic violence. Now, I, I'm not, I want to be really clear, I'm not suggesting that if parents are going to take that kind of course of action with their children, that the police should be called. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm just drawing a, an analogy between adult behavior and children behavior. And some people will say, well, children need that. But I don't think that they do. I don't think that they need to get in trouble. In fact, I have a personal mission, a personal goal to not get my children in trouble. And my children do not rule the roost and my children do not do whatever they want and they do not have me wrapped around their little finger. It's just that when they do things that are inconsistent with what we value as a family, they don't need to get in trouble. We just need to have a conversation about it. We sit down and we say, hmm, 
got a little bit of a challenge that's just come up. How do we work this out together? And I think that's probably the best way to deal with the lying because ultimately a child is going to lie because they're scared they're going to get in trouble. Therefore, they're going to try to apportion blame to their siblings. They're going to do everything they can to minimize their contribution to any challenges and difficulties and make it look like everybody else is bad except for them. I think I want to say here that since we spoke to you, Justin, about the concept of punishment, we have across the board, we've stopped. We used to ground our oldest child in particular from his iPad or from devices and we'd we'd sort of lock them away from using these in a, in a form of grounding. And since we've changed to do that and i remember one particular occasion where actually the ipad was at the center of his behavior issues it wasn't just that was a it was a grounding technique it was what he was doing was causing him to to lash out and so i said to him mate i'm not going to ground you i'm not going to take that ipad off you but if the way you treat people when you use it is so poor and that you think you can treat people this way then maybe we need to have a conversation about why that is. And we like, look, let's, let's have a conversation about what is it that's triggering you. And if, and if you think that you can use the iPad without treating people poorly, then that's okay. But maybe you can't. Let me ask you a few questions about this. And we had this conversation and his behavior changed quicker than any punishment ever made it change. And it stuck. Like we never, we've told them that basically we're not going to to use a punishment. Sometimes we're going to say, I think you need to go off devices because your time's up and you're acting ratty and let's go out and play and let's do something, but never as a punishment anymore. And I believe that we've got so much better behavior out of them since we implemented that we're more in control than we ever were. The person who has to prove that they're in control is not in control. The more I've got to show you my power, the less power I actually have. Mm. I want my power to be completely dormant in my home. Now, dormant doesn't mean it's non-existent. It means that it's not in use. Yeah. My car is in the garage. It's, it's lying dormant in the garage. It's still there. I just, I'm not using it right now. And that's the same with my power as a parent. I don't want to have to use it. I want my relationships to be wonderful. So if my child is lying, let's move all the way back to this question now. Oh, and by the way, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you said that. When we remove the threat of punishment, our children actually feel safer and they behave better. They are less likely to lie. They're less likely to deceive. They're more likely to trust us. So what I would be doing if my child was lying is I would be saying, there's an issue right now where you're lying or somebody in this group of three children is not being completely honest. Now, everyone has different perceptions, but somebody's not being completely honest. And I think that's because you're worried that you're going to get into trouble. But you know, I've got this goal to never get you into trouble. I just want to work out how we can get along better. So why don't we work out where we should go to move things forward from here. And I sort of draw a line in the sand and say, let's just talk about the future and what we can do to make things better. When everyone's calm, maybe that night or maybe on the weekend, you say, hey, you know that thing that happened the other day on Tuesday? What actually went on there? Like nobody's in trouble now. Nobody's fearing for their lives right now because it's been a couple of days. And so, so you might say, what, what actually happened? And then the kids might start to open up. And if someone says, oh, and so-and-so did that, then they say, oh, I did not. And so, well, hang on. This is just what they think happened. Why don't you tell me what you think happened? Ah, oh, I see. All right. So maybe it's somewhere in the middle here. And you can, it's amazing what happens once the emotion is out of the moment. I mean, you yes. know, high emotions, low intelligence, you've heard me say it before. And all of a sudden you find that there's just no need for dishonesty because people aren't scared of getting in trouble. I've really enjoyed uh, what you've brought to the table as an answer to this. So much to ponder on, but something that is so, we can implement it immediately. So good. If you've enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, could you do something for me? As a number of people have been doing recently, if you could please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. It'll probably take you a minute, maybe two minutes, but it's those reviews 
reviews that you leave that help other people find the podcast and have happier families. I love this one. It's just come through from Lash Legged. It's a five-star review named Concise and Encouraging. Let me read this to you. It says, in a sea of podcasts, I'm loving this one for bringing really helpful, practical, encouraging guidance and ideas to our hungry but overwhelmed ears and lives in a brief but powerful way. Each episode around 10 or so minutes. And the, oh, the, oh <laughs> I, I, I should have read this ahead of time. And the timbre and modulation of your voice makes it even easier to listen to. Perfect for audio work. Please continue forever. Well, that's such a kind review. Thank you very much, Lash Legged, for doing that. Uh, for more information on how I can help, visit happyfamilies.com.au or you can visit my Facebook page, Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families, or my uh, website where you can join up and be part of the membership group where you get extra podcasts, in-depth interviews, Q&As, and a whole lot more. As for now, though, uh, let's check out those outtakes from this conversation with Luke and Susie. She said, how do you deal with lies when you don't know which child is lying? (laughs) You can isolate them in their rooms, tie them to an electric shock machine, and every time they respond to a question with an elevated heart rate, just give them a little shock. Just let them know. I know when you're telling the truth. I saw your heart rate spike. You were lying. And then you give them an electric shock. It's amazing. I think that's really sound advice on, on how, to, <laughs> how to finish this. I, I think I think it would be a miss for me not to, on the back of that, share with you how my mum always could tell I was lying. How's that? So she would say, you know I can tell that you're lying from your tongue. So my mum never said what it did. She said, I can just tell. I can tell by your tongue. Poke your tongue out and I'll be able to tell. And every single time she knew. She proved herself consistently, but the method was pure psychology, Justin. Because if I was lying, I'd go, <laughs> you'd stick it out about half a centimetre. Yeah. But if I was telling the truth, I'd be like, ah. <laughs> it was just my willingness to poke the tongue out is all it was. And I didn't know. And I, I am sort of very embarrassed to say that I was at a reasonable age, around about a teen age, when I was deliberately lying to myself in the mirror to then poke my tongue out to see what she could see, what changed my tongue when I told a lie. <laughs> I was oblivious. That's brilliant. For so many years. Mums are so clever. She messed with my head, I tell you. And a final quick disclaimer, please don't ever electrocute your child for lying, or for anything for that matter. Uh, that would be a bad idea. Okay, enjoy the rest of your day and go and hug your kids. 